You are listening to a Radio Free Podcasting production. For more great podcasts like this, head on over to RadioFreePodcasting.com. Welcome to the Finer Things Club, a podcast with class. Welcome to the Finer Things Club. I'm Carly. I'm Erica. And I'm Patrick. And today we are here to talk about the book, The 22 Murders of Madison May by Max Berry. What? Guys know dun dun dun? Like murders? No, I have a oh, bone yeah. to pick about Murder. The title. <laughs> Murder. All right. Well. Well. Before. Oh, yeah. You don't have, you don't have to do... Uh, author stuff i don't because we're jumping ahead did you do more no sort of oh, a little oh, oh, i tried relax. to do more okay. sorry patrick patrick calm, calm down, down patrick. calm down calm down home skillet we need to put things on the list we first. do oh shoot <laughs> every week erica freaks out except you only have to do this every two weeks <laughs> okay i know what i'm gonna pick okay this is the one week where I, I am guaranteed no one's going to pick what I'm picking. So, all right, we're back in. So what do you guys want to add to the list this week? Everything but the... No. <laughs> <laughs> Bagel seasoning with nothing else. I'll go first. I'm going to add a podcast called Willosophy with, Wall- with Will Anderson. Okay. And uh, it is a podcast I've been listening to for years because I knew him from another comedy podcast he did. This is more of an interview podcast. Turns out, I found these two gentlemen separately. I started following Will because of his comedy. I started reading Max Berry years ago. Turns out they went to school together. And so on his podcast, he's had Max on twice. And if you listen to um, Willosophy... The September 19th episode, he has Max Berry on talking about a book called The 22 Murders. Uh, it's a really great podcast. It's a different different people every week uh, talking about basically their just general philosophy of life. He has a couple standard questions he asks everyone, like, what do you think happens after we die? Um, but for the most part, it's just a very unique conversation every week. And I love it. It's fantastic. I highly recommend it. Two thumbs up. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Bye. No, hello. This is the beginning of the episode. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Erica, what are you adding this week? Am I allowed to put in something that happens in the future because I bought the tickets this week? Sure. Awesome. Okay. It's the Farewell to the Yellow Brick Road Tour with Elton John. Okay. Ooh, and you bought three tickets, right? I did buy three, but not for you two. Uh, I'm taking my parents. <laughs> Dude. It's in November of 2022. So, fingers are crossed that the tour doesn't get canceled or pushed again. You know, I brought something to the list that everyone could enjoy. Um, it wasn't like I said, hey, I'm 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 listening to this podcast, but you can't listen to it. it I could, you have to have a special code and I have three codes and I gave them to other people. So I, I'm 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 fine with you bringing that to the list and adding to this. I think that's a great addition to the list, but I really think you should have brought one for everyone. Tickets for all yeah. of us. Yeah. Wow. Um I mean, I can share the playlist that my dad made of the set. Hmm. Is that the same? <laughs> it's not. It's not the same. Well, I mean, the cool thing about these tickets is that I accidentally got them on my dad's birthday. Like, oh, nice. It didn't cross my mind at the time that it was his birthday. I just looked at the tour and the last two North American shows he'll ever play are at Dodger Stadium. So I just sort of bought the tickets to surprise my family. And then I texted my mom to be like, hey, was that okay? Because that means you have to come here for it. And I told her it was supposed to be a surprise. And the next thing she does is she turns to my dad and goes, so Erica bought us these tickets. Are you okay with that? I was like, surprise ruined. Hmm. But instead he's made the playlist and he's listens to the playlist all the time now. So he's going to have the show memorized by the time we get there. Cool. 
What's on the playlist? <laughs> oh, all the greatest. All the greatest. Okay. <laughs> I can I can ask him to share it. I don't know if he's still using like his Hotmail playlist setup, but my dad still hotmail, uses huh? Hotmail. No, no need to share that with me. <laughs> <laughs> I know he guarantee it will get filtered. <sighs> I'm like, Dad, get into the 21st century, mm-hmm. 22nd century, whatever century we're in. Hotmail, not not the email we should be using anymore. Carly, are you adding hot hotmail? Hot I was going to. Dang it! List item. <laughs> and then, she, then she, right then, she said it's not what we should be yeah, using anymore. Not, like, no. Yeah. No so offense, I decided like... to add something that we all can enjoy. Oh, a okay. book. Nice. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's debatable. I enjoyed this book. What's the book? What's Howl's the book? Moving Castle by Diana ah. Wyan Jones. What's it about? What? Have you ever seen the movie Howl's Moving Castle? No, I have no Eric idea what you're talking about. Huh. So this is not something all of us can All those enjoy. in favor of kicking Erica out of the club? Oh, out. I, was <laughs> just, I thought you were just going to say of watching the movie, my hand was going to go up, but I can't kick anyone out. Well, I guess What's we'll have to add now? that to a future thing that we'll do. I mean, do we add the you book can, or the, the movie, book. or do we add both? No los dos? Little Birdie told me next year we're adding the movies. What is, what is this okay. book called? Tell me about the book, because I've seen the film, but what I don't know much about, about an owl. The like book a, that it was no, based on. Howl. 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 Like a, owl. That kind of howl. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, that's yes, but it's his name. Okay. It's just a wonderful book. I'm I howling at a castle. I don't know. It's a castle that moves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it like in Les Mis? There is a castle in the clouds. I like to howl. No, because it walks around on, on the ground. Nope. So, Carly, tell me about the book because I know that sometimes the um, you know those films are direct adaptions. It's very close to the they... movie. They changed okay. Okay. a little bit, if I recall. It has been a good while since I read this book, but now I want to go back and reread mm-hmm. it. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a. From what I recall, when I did watch the movie, I was not angry about mm-hmm. you know any mm-hmm. big changes or anything like that. I don't think. So okay, yeah. It's That's a love one of those story. When, when you said it, I, I kind of remembered that it had been a book first, and had since forgotten. So I'm glad you reminded Ooh. me because I I would like to read that. I thoroughly enjoyed the film. Yeah, maybe it'll be I a future pick, That has nothing to do with any of this, but my phone just made me mad about. Okay. That's what we do. This is the tangent Yay, show. more editing for Carly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <coughs> Hold my beer. No, okay, so I finished my audiobook last night, and then I had to run an errand today, and none of my other holes were available. And it said I still had like three people ahead of me on my next available book on the list. So I was like, fine, I will pick another book. Literally have listened to only 15 minutes of this book. And the phone just texted me to tell me that the book that I was third in line for is now available. So now I have two books again. And this gives me anxiety because you only get 21 days. And I'm very upset because I checked it. It said three people ahead of me, 15 minutes literally did this on my way driving home to record this i'm so mad i now have to finish this other book that i didn't ever want to read because it wasn't on my list do you have to finish the book yes (laughs) there are only if you start a book two books you feel compelled to finish it no matter what yeah there are only two books i have not finished but the bookmarks are still there so someday i will finish them Okay, all right. That's good to know. So if you start a book, you feel absolutely compelled to finish it. Don't even start reading a book. Don't even do it. Now, what if you read book one of a two-book series? Do you feel compelled to read the second one? Um, If I can find the SparkNote version, I do it. <laughs> because I just, there's a book that we started and we never read the second one. Oh, don't worry. I got the summary and then I watched the Netflix series. We're good. <sighs> I know how it ends. Neither of those things are equivalent. Mm-hmm. No, they are. They did the job. I know how the series ends. We're good. I can move on with my life. 
felt like that chapter of my life has closed. Okay, okay. If she's going to go and insult one of my favorite book series. No. There, then I really do different. put up a vote to kick her out. I have, wow. I have, I think, like four book series that I only made it to book one. And then I forgot that there was going to be more books in the series. And by the time the next book came out and I remembered it, I didn't care anymore about the series. All right, do tell. I don't even. I would have to go to my Goodreads. I don't oh, even don't remember okay. them because I, 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 I don't even still own the copies. I donated them. That's how much I didn't feel attached wow. to them. Yeah. Remove them from your life. Yeah. No, it's not that way for me with book series. I can very much read one and never return. Wow. And I then go and read the Wikipedia page and say it was crummy enough that you don't ever want to read. Yep. Didn't miss out. Yep. Yep. Who is wow. this person? Yeah, I do wow. have wow. books on my bookshelf <laughs> that got passed down to me that I've still yet to read, like The Hobbit. I just don't have. I have. Oh, we'll talk about that offline. I have no desire when we're done to recording open this that book ever. That's okay. You don't have to open it. We'll get you the audio <laughs> version. No, thank Let's you. Request it now, and you might have it by next year. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was my journey. Is I've now started a book that I was semi interested in, but never put on my hold list. And now the other book that I thought I had three people ahead of me is now available. So now I have to rush through both books before 21 days elapse. It's okay. It will get me to my reading goal of the year. All right. So that was quite the tangent. Do we want to get into the 22 murders of Madison May? No. We could just tangent all night. I can come up with the 22 <laughs> tangents of this podcast. That's yeah. one down. I got 21 and I'm sure I can come up with 21. You could. You could. You could. Yeah, let's do this. Yes, let's talk about it. So, as Patrick mentioned earlier, this is our first repeat author, obviously outside of our High Republic series podcasts, because those of you who actually enjoy Star Wars and join Patrick and me talking about Star Wars, you'll know that, you know, we have the same five authors over and over again. That sounds like a thinly veiled shot at one host of this show. That's okay. What? It's okay. But so yeah, this is Whatever. this is by Max Berry. We have already read a book by him, Company. Definitely go check out that episode if you haven't yet, because he's a great author and I really enjoyed his book. Erica had other thoughts. Learn about that by listening to our episode. Anyways. Oh, I thought you meant for this book. I was like, I have not looked to see if she read it on Goodreads because I don't want to know. I'm saving <laughs> I it never look at her stuff. I just know that I'm... Ouch! <laughs> but so anyway, Ouch. so I don't have any new information about him specifically. I did do a little bit of research and read a couple of articles that, you know, revolved around, you know, when the book was published and all that kind of stuff. Um, and the only really tidbit of information I have for you is that he kicked this idea around for about five to ten years. Mm-hmm. Wait, you don't have the news that it's gonna? It was picked up for a TV series. Oh, with the showrunners of the flight attendant. I don't have that news. Ooh, where'd it go, time. Erica? Scoop time. Yeah, I feel like that's more your department, June. though. You're like the person yeah. that's in the entertainment industry, so. Yeah, and I very much like the flight attendant TV show on HBO. So if you haven't seen that, please go check it out. Uh, yeah, in June of this year, they announced that uh, Orion Television acquired the rights to this this novel, and the two showrunners from the flight attendant are working with him on it. Cool. So I'm very excited because very I cool. like the flight attendant, and I'm excited to see if it would be like it would have to be a limited series. I cannot see them trying to do a second season, but. Flight Attendant should have also been a limited series, since somehow we're doing a season two, so never never counted it out, I guess. Always the way to make a season two. Right. Yeah, I think for this book, a limited series, I would take that over a ongoing yeah. series and over a film. Yes. Because I think it would feel rushed in a film to go through the number of realities that, that they traveled through. I'd like to see several of them. Yeah. And not in a montage, not in like a two minute. And then I went to like five different places. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's your entertainment news about this book. Cool. We have a lot of books that we've read that are going to be turned into movies or TV series. And I am very much looking forward to reviewing all of those in the future. Oh, yes. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I've got, I've got the ones we've, books we've re- reviewed. 
You got the list? So far. Do it. Tell me which of these, because I think almost everything. Ready Player Two, we know, mm-hmm. will be a film. Yep. It was written, I mean, when they were writing it, they were already planning yep. out the film. Um, Mexican Gothic, I assume, yep. is still being made. My understanding is yes. What, what channel was that that was going to be on? Wasn't it some strange station Bro, that we did? That were, freeform? We, Hold on. Oh, yeah, I think it was, it was Freeform. Yeah, it's going to be on Freeform. Well, because Evelyn Hugo is Freeform, too, and that's why. Oh, maybe that's, what, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. That's okay. I think that's what I was thinking of. I don't think... Maybe we didn't know at the time. Oh, no, this is Midnight it's Hulu and Kelly Rupa, oh, Mark Consuelos optioned the book. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. What about uh, Midnight Library? I can't remember if we said that was being that is, optioned. That was optioned. Okay. Uh, I haven't heard anything about Company being turned into a film. I know at one point some of his older books were like optioned, but nothing aside from his first book, Syrup, was made into a film. Six of Crows. There's a Netflix Already. series for. Yeah. Which we will not be watching. Shadow and Bone. Seven and a Half Deaths. What? I said, which we will not be watching doing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Erica refuses to read the second book. Carly yeah. refuses to watch the show. I, on the other hand, someday will get around <laughs> to seeing and reading all of it. Uh, did we ever hear anything about the seven and a half deaths? I don't remember anything from our podcast about it. Uh, Netflix. No, Netflix has it. Oh, okay. Um, Sharks in the Time of Saviors, even if they made it into a movie, neither of you would watch it. You know, I might. Death on the Nile comes I out next might. February. Okay. All right. Uh, Death on the Nile confirmed. Seven Husbands confirmed. And then and then now this one. Oh, look at that. We're on quite the streak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the problem is, though, folks, we need to find the books before they get optioned. Option them. And then. And that. With yeah. what we, money? We can get paid to do this. <laughs> company trip to disney world will happen i think it would be cheaper for us just to pay our way to disney world than to get the money together to option a film make the film hope to make profits off the film only then to go to disney world nope we need to find a book that has an option let's go option it oh man okay we have a book summary book summary Yes. My time to shine. I don't have my glasses on, so I hope you're not expecting me to do it. It's my time Erica's to shine, time to right? shine. Oh, okay. Reporter Felicity Staples has her life turned inside out when she starts reporting on the death of a realtor, Maddie May. After following an escaped convict, Hugo Garley, on the subway, she gets sent to a parallel universe where nearly everything is identical, but Maddie is still alive. The next morning, when Felicity learns that Maddie is not only not a realtor, but also murdered again in a new location, she begins her investigation anew. Felicity teams up with Hugo to save Maddie's life as they continue jumping universes to catch her murderer, Clayton Horse. That was a lot of double negative on Hugo's there, Carly. <laughs> is not only not a realtor? Come on, not only not? Rude. That was it like works a for me. Twister. Cool. Okay, are we ready to start doing our beef with this book? I don't have any beef with this book, so yet? this are must be yet? Erica's beef with this oh. book. We should make that a new segment. Yeah, let's. Get... And then put like a little sting of Erica's beef. Erica's beef. beef. Ding, ding, ding. Like you know. <laughs> and then we can have the old lady from the Wendy's commercials <laughs> in the eighties going, "Where's the beef?" <laughs> okay, but like, are we sure, at that point Erica. yet? Let's, yeah, let's, I, let's just get it over with. There is no way to confirm that this was really 22 murders because they just had estimates that it had been around 20. I'm very upset by that, that it was a guesstimated 20 some, about 20 So murders. the book title should be approximately 22 murders of Madison May. 22 murders <laughs> of Madison May. I just need accuracy in the reporting of the deaths. Um, that, that was really my, my biggest book. At least pick. 20 murders, maybe more, definitely not less. Somewhere right, around well, that. you contact Max. An average of, of 22 murders of Madison May. Like, I would have taken average, average of 20. Because, again, we only come in for, what, the final three jumps? And I'm just like, you guys don't know how to count how many So jumps? you were expecting something more like the seven and a half deaths where you see all of them. I was, yes, I was very upset that... Oh. Rush you death. Did, you didn't get to see Rush her die death. 22 times? Patrick, this and is then, Erica we're talking about, the person who's happy and bubbly everywhere else in the world, 
But then when it comes to books and movies, except for in a book, she's just needs mayhem and death and destruction. I guess. I just need the full stories, and we're not <laughs> getting that here. And Felicity Staples, as a reporter, did not do her reporter due diligence on that. How can you do due diligence on that? She can't jump to all of those universes to confirm Madison May's death. She could have asked them, can you please recount the 20, approximately 20 (laughs) murders and tell me what happened? Yes. We've got more important (sighs) things to do, like save this Madison May, but before we do that, can we sit down for four hours and have you tell me about the 20 other times she was murdered? Like, this is what I don't get. None of them actually care about Madison. Felicity cares about Madison. None of them do. Felicity does, but why did everyone else do 20 jumps for someone they don't care about? Like, that's what I never got. I'm like, just let him keep killing her. Let him just keep doing this. I don't understand why we care. So what What? What was the connection? Because it wasn't like they were trying to stop it so that Hugo's wife was going to be alive again because we find out that Clayton like kills her but like that's what I couldn't figure out is what what is Clayton doing that really was so detrimental to their life well I think part of it is they just didn't want him to be able to jump he wasn't supposed to have the stone knowledge or the the technology to be able to do it Mm. they talked about how it was in the hands of somebody that was reckless and didn't really understand what they were doing wasn't supposed to be you know, supposed to be able to do it to begin with. Okay. Okay. And part of it too, I mean, once you jump, you can't jump back. Yeah. So maybe just because he kept moving, he was screwing up what they were working on. You know, Make the, the world better, I say in quotations. Take technology and ideas, yeah, to, from place to place. Mm-hmm. But they, but I thought we decided at the end they weren't making the world better because they weren't actually taking things with them. They were making their yes. own experience better. But like, if he jumped off, wouldn't he go into a different multiverse course than all of them if they would have just stayed the course? Like, the only thing that I can think of is it's about Hugo, but I'm also very disappointed in this group that it took them 20 jumps and they got nowhere. Felicity enters in, and in two jumps she gets it. And I'm like, what the heck, peeps? How many times have you made these jumps that it took you 22, but Felicity, who doesn't time jump, got this all figured out. Made a plan. Well, sometimes you need a, a fresh perspective, a new point of view. Okay. I mean, overall, I very much enjoyed the book. I wish we would have gotten more on the murders. There we go. But I was just very confused of why we cared. I was like, but I, I couldn't figure out if it was really well, Madison. Well, I'm sure if for no about. other reason, he wanted to stop the man who killed his wife. Yes. So he wouldn't be in prison and anymore? Yeah, he really, at, at some point, he just didn't care about Madison because in the end, they were like, we're just going to let him have her. Yeah. So then here's my next question. But I think that that probably comes from a, like, as they jump through worlds, they just stop caring about the places they go to. They yeah, don't, everything's yeah. incidental. They don't seem real anymore. Like, you're just passing through. Well, yeah, because, yeah, well, they don't care because every time they jump, they're killing their self in that universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they left everyone behind in the previous universe. So then my only other confusion is I think it's when we get to the 20th first murder with the car crash mm-hmm. he makes a jump without all of because like you can bring the tokens and so like felicity mm-hmm. brings like the cat hair so that she has both cats once she got the second one back and like her jumps he had his like tokens all in the box but from what i can remember in the hospital he didn't have that in the scene so wouldn't that mean in this 22nd Hugo's wife would have been alive again in that world because like maybe he kept the most important tokens on his person maybe that was the only thing I couldn't reconcile because I I distinctly remember every time she looked into the tool chest of knives she would say there was a lock of hair Mm. and I at first I thought it was Madison's hair that he kept bringing her hair to ensure Mm -hmm. that they would be there but that's where I got confused because are they saying that some people may not be alive in all the different universes? Because that's where I was like, you guys are jumping. 
with the assumption that you're in that universe, but then you're saying, wouldn't Hugo's wife be in that last jump looking for him unless they aren't married in that universe, I guess? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I was trying to reconcile is how come he, he keeps question. jumping? Wouldn't his wife be in that last one? I'm trying to remember because I feel like at some point Hugo said like it wasn't going to matter that even if he stopped him, he wasn't going to see his wife again, right? Felt like it was the, right before or was it? they separate before he shows up at the shopping mall as well. Mm-hmm. He made some sort of comment like he hopes that someday in one of his jumps, oh, that, that could be they're going to yeah. be together again. So again, I I just made the assumption his wife would have been alive in this universe, but it could have. But maybe he is hoping that. He wants to be with his other mm. group too, and hope that she's I think there it's with just all that, of like, them. I don't know. even, even if Clayton didn't have a lock of her hair on him, you could still end up jumping to a universe where she's dead. Okay. Also, okay, maybe for other reasons, mm. but now you're gonna make me read yeah. again. So yeah. I think he means like it might take him a while to find an because instance where not that I they are together and yeah. she's alive. Yeah, because the whole reason he's the escaped convict is because they start jumping the universe timeline where Clayton has killed Hugo's wife, but framed Hugo. Hugo's in prison. But in the last jump, unless he had that lock of hair somehow on him, Hugo shouldn't have been in prison to be the escaped convict for this to all be pinned on. Like, that was the only part that they didn't reconfirm that he still had the lock of hair. And that he, Hugo was still in jail. And that was the only part of the plot that at the end I was like, huh, I wish I had the actual book because I wonder if it's there and I just missed it in the audio. So, yeah. These were the things that kept me okay, up but which universe did they jump to after, but I liked the book. after the hospital and like and being in the car crash? They jumped into the final one where the other side of the team. Because he no, escaped okay, from so after Felicity the, after in the, the hospital. hospital scene. They jumped to the New York. And so they're in New York because he had to re- he had to recover from his injuries. They hung out at the, like the New York coffee shop, but it doesn't seem like he was the escape convict in that life. But then somehow when they jumped again, he's all of a sudden the escape convict again. Because it sounds like they were in New York for weeks, and I don't think that an escape convict of that maybe, nature would be able to just like Clayton chill out in New York City. Jumped to this new but, universe yeah, before no Hugo was able to get there, killed his wife, and took. Yeah, why not? Because he lost his lock of hair, so he's like, "I gotta go get my token again." Okay. Maybe. Yeah, that was the only mm-hmm. hang-up I got is he's still a convict, but I thought he lost all of his tokens in the car crash. Mm-hmm. Mm. Good hmm. points to bring up, Erica. Definitely going to have to read it again. <laughs> or wait for the movie. Wait for the limited series where they'll address all of this. <laughs> but yeah, overall, very much enjoyed it. Enjoyed my narrator of the audiobook, so that's... Ooh, ooh. Do you, do you, oh, do you, you don't still have it anymore, huh? You couldn't tell um, me if we I got the same narrator. You, I'm assuming since it's a new book, there's probably only one version. Uh, Helen Lasser. Ooh, she narrates same. Christmas book on Libby as well. I like that I can click the narrator and they tell me what other books they've narrated. Are you talking about So This Is Christmas? Yes. <laughs> Carly, I'm assuming you actually read the book. I did. I did read the book with Old my school. eyes. Respect. <laughs> I read the book with my ears. Yeah, because you guys still read the book. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, we have the book read to yeah, us. There you go. Yeah. Well, what did you think, Carly? Now we've got we've had uh, Erica's beef. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have another session of uh, Carly's counter arguments. <laughs> I love this book. I thought it was great. I couldn't put it down. Mm-hmm. Let me check my Goodreads and see how quickly I finish oh. this book. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say rating. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No. Hold oh, on. Okay. We're not even close. We don't even do Goodreads ratings anymore. We've got our own system. So... We've got our own rating system. I read this book in two days. I had a oh, feeling. Wow. I had yeah. a feeling. Because I got through it pretty quick. And although I was doing audiobook, and so I had to stop at certain times because 
think I've told you before, like I can do this when I'm doing chores. I can do an audiobook when I'm driving. It's just struggle when I'm actually mm-hmm. working. I can listen to a podcast when I'm working, but not a book that I want to try to actually follow along with what's going on, especially a book like this. So I had to only read during the downtime and it was anytime I had to stop, it was kind of making me crazy. Like I just want to get back to the story. Um, I broke my try not to go to Starbucks every day rule so that I could listen to the book in my Why car. not go to Starbucks every day? <laughs> Starbucks is wonderful. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to be a grown up and save for like a down payment on a property that Seriously. I will never be able to afford out here in California. Move to Ohio so, and you can get I'm a house trying. and go to Starbucks every day. <laughs> I know. It, it makes me so sad when I see like the other properties that my friends... So, like, a lot of my college friends are going from their their starter home, which I'm like, oh, I remember the days where I thought I would have a starter home, to, uh, and I'm like, wait, I could afford those. I could afford those. Oh, my gosh, that mortgage would be amazing. It'd be, like, $1,000 a month. And I'm like, why am I getting excited about that price tag? Like, oh. telling you, everybody just needs oh. to move to Ohio. We could build a podcast studio in my basement. We could do this thing live. No more Zoom calls. That would be super cool, except for the fact my, that it's Ohio. My requirements. Oh, you're missing out. It's <laughs> awesome here. So I don't have beef with Ohio. I have beef that if we're not going to have goats to make goat cheese. Are you going to make this goat cheese yourself? Here, it doesn't have to be and me that gets the goats. Patrick is No, because you're going to move here too, so you can have goats. I'll goat have the cheese. podcast studio. Carly, what are you bringing? I was going to be the beekeeper. You can bring Mike. Okay, so can bring yeah, Mike. you bring Mike. That's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you really care about. He... <laughs> I didn't say We're that. only friends just, because no, you like I just him want, now. I, I just want, I want both of you to move here. <laughs> not just, just you or not just Mike. I mean, if, my, if Mike moves, you know, you know, we'll still kick it. But, you know. Should we get back to Madison May? Poor sure. Madison she May. She can move to Ohio, too. No, poor Felicity That's Staples. True. She did not ask she for this She was just in the life, wrong place. And they just totally, like, took her well, out. Well, Madison didn't ask for it either. Well, no. <laughs> they she, all keep dying. <laughs> Felicity, though, she just was being a Snoopy McSnoopster and, like, was like, I'm going to follow. That's Hugo and that's Clayton. Oh, my goodness. Here, hold this. Snoopy and it pushes her on the train tracks. I mean, she's a reporter. She was doing her job. She should. Her boss clearly he said, "Do not, not follow boss. the escaped convict who murdered he was his wife." Colleague. Yeah, it was it was her boss on the phone? Did she? No, I'm pretty sure she called her boss. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Okay, she was yeah. trying to do the right thing. It was an escaped her murderer. boss wanted her covering like uh, boring stories, yeah. right? And she was looking for excitement, adventure, <laughs> Jedi craves. Not these she things. She was covering the desk of this. She, yeah, she was not a murder I heard that reporter. Thanks. Snuck that one in. I mean, poor, I almost made a comment when we were talking about train tracks about, you know, I could easily convert that to Choo-choo. Harry Potter references, but I didn't. I didn't. This might be the one episode where I don't bring up Harry Potter because this did. doesn't count. This is, you know, me talking about not bringing up Harry Potter. Yeah. Now, no, I felt bad for Felicity, especially... When she wakes up and she only has one That's cat what got to you. That would be sad. One of the cats was missing. That really made me sad. You have to assume the cat like, might still exist. It just belongs to someone else. It's true. That's it right. It did. She found the yeah. cat. He was with another family. He got adopted the same day, but by a different family. He was living a great cat life, but it just sort of made me but sad. But wouldn't you be more like, sad for the other, the other places where she had two cats and then showed up in this world, killed her former self, and then when she left, that self disappears and now the cat has no owner i mean this cat that was living with someone else is better off yeah (laughs) i know i was very also confused that she like didn't leave notes when she was making these other jumps don't look for me i'm alive but i don't want to be found (laughs) (laughs) i mean i thought we were going to be in the new york storyline a little bit longer but i also got very confused they were there for like like, three weeks passing and then i remembered Mm -hmm. he got injured yeah, because he got to recover. Because at first I got confused because she made the first jump in her sleep accidentally. And I'm still trying to figure out how those jumps work so, with the train schedule. Because, like, you obviously can pick your jump, but somehow she wasn't able she to pick that first jump She was touching the token. Was yeah. she in her sleep? Rookie mistake. Rookie Felicity. mistake. She didn't even Rookie understand mistake. it. <laughs> yeah, if you're holding the token... 
at the specific time where the jump occurs, then you jump. Oh. But if you have the token on you, you don't jump? No, you jump. Like, you have to actually be holding it? Like, the stone? Mm -hmm. Like a stone I think if it's in your pocket, you... Do you have to spin it thrice times? It's not a time turner. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying. I'm trying, Patrick, so hard to give you all the openings, and you're just resisting, and it's so frustrating. I'm loving it. What I want to know is who gave Clay his token? So we do find out. Clay told us. He told us. He told um, he said, Madison when he was going over his movie he script. He said one of the people from the group, but he doesn't say who. Yeah, but that person can't jump anymore. It was one. Of, he no longer jumped. It was just a drunk guy. He got drunk mm-hmm. and handed a token, and I think he was just sort of over the jumps. Yes, yeah. So not worth naming. I almost thought Clayton and madison we're gonna end up and then i was gonna throw the audiobook <laughs> i was gonna be so mad i was like this is not She's a driving and story. she throws her phone out the window <laughs> this is not a redemption story clayton i will be honest i because i was it was an audiobook and i couldn't really back up to redo certain sections there was a little bit of the the just how the jumps worked in general that i felt yeah. like mm, i think i missed some of this but i'll just catch it on the second read like, I get the story. I don't get all the nuts and bolts of how it works. And I didn't feel like I needed to. I felt like I will enjoy the second time around paying closer attention to that when, when they're explaining how the, the, like, the, I forget what he called them. They're not totems, but, you know, the little objects, all of that. Um, I got to a point and I'm like, I'm not 100% sure I'm following that piece, but whatever. I'm just going to roll with it because I'm more interested in the story. Like, I get the gist. The gist is you can jump and you can't go back. And they're following him. And that's really all you need to know. But the technical side of it. And, you know, I had questions like, what does happen after you leave? Because if you can't go back, how would you know if that person's like actually missing or if their former self picks up their life? Kind of like in Midnight Library. Yeah. Didn't uh, didn't like when you left. The other person just woke up and was just woke up a little bit confused. Like, a little confused. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I had some questions at the end, but it didn't matter. For me, it didn't matter to the story because you're following the one version through. And they, they probably did mention it, but it's also, I read the book first out of this group, so I've kind of already forgotten a few things. Yeah. But when it came to the technical stuff, at some point I just said, I just kind of give up on trying to figure it out. I'll, I'm more interested in the story. I want to burn through this, figure out what how it's going to end. And then I know for sure because it's Max Berry, I'm going to read this again. A couple of his books I've read three or four times, so I'm like, I'll get it next time. I think they know what happens because different people of the group jump at different times. Different times. That's what I assumed. Yeah. But so you would see the I aftermath. wasn't sure if it was explicitly said. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the other thing that I'm going to time travel. It's a dangerous topic for them to do in books. As their group gets larger, they all have to, if they all jump, they're jumping together to another universe where they're all the same age. Like for them to replace, like unless one of them's replacing one of them that doesn't exist in that universe, because they didn't really address it. They didn't address can you not exist here? Because that also seems no. Weird you can to only jump that. to a place where you exist. But that just seems so weird that they're able to continue to jump all these different universes that everyone's the exact same age that they should be and look the way that they should. Isn't that peculiar? Well, if they're all happening on the same timeline, then you're born at the same time that you would have been born. But they're not. Like, some will jump three weeks later, but, like, they're still jumping to the same... Well, if I jump to an alternate universe right now and I live there for three weeks and you stay here for three weeks and then you jump to my universe that I'm in, we both aged three weeks. Hmm. Yeah, I started to get confused because I was like, they're adding so many people... How long have these tokens existed? What happens with one of them dies? Because, like, either they can jump to another universe that Clayton is alive in, or now they're only going to jump to timelines that Clayton no longer lives in. Yeah, if they take a like, piece if they of jump to or something, then he'll be dead in all of them. Well, that's what I'm saying is, like, he doesn't have the token anymore, so it wouldn't be the same Clayton. True. Mm-hmm. It would be a normal Clayton. That's why Potentially. the end of the book, I had to, I had to re-listen to the last chapter of the book a few times to like understand what was going on. But I was like, if we kill one of them, 
because like Hugo thinks he can see his wife again so Clayton could exist again and we could be right at the beginning and this could just be a time loop like the Loki series is gonna be well it wouldn't be a time loop because he would be significantly older than the first Clayton Whores was and it would happen differently yeah because this Clayton Madison may not may never have been a movie star, so he might never have seen her and fallen for her and set yeah. this whole thing in motion. And let's say let's say they do find a universe where she is a movie star and Clayton is obsessed with mm-hmm. her and he does go kill her like he does in the first one. Or no, he just stalks her in the first one and gets his token. Um but let's say that he does go kill her. He doesn't have a token to be able to start jumping universes again. Right. So that's it. Yeah, it's done. she's just dead the one time. And since that group doesn't care about her anyways. Yeah, <laughs> they don't. And Felicity doesn't go with the group. I wonder, but she has a token at the end of the book, right? I think she gives it away. She destroys Clayton's. She gives Hugo Hugo's token back because she gets it from the fountain. I think she still has a token because everyone else had already jumped. So it's just those three left. You know, I don't recall. Maybe she does have. Hers. I think she still yeah, has she her probably token. kept it, and she's like, "I'll hang around here for a while, and if I get bored, I can always go make a new life." <laughs> but then true. why go? Why yeah, go rummage I... around in the fountain to get Hugo his That's what I'm token? That's what I couldn't figure out. That's why I kept re-listening. I was at Target, and I was like, "Am I just not paying attention?" Because I'm at Target, and Target has pretty shiny things that I like to look at, but. I was like, I'm pretty sure she still has her token. She only destroyed Clayton's with the walnut cracker. Hers was not destroyed unless prior to going to the shooting, she had already done something with the token. Yeah, that definitely warrants a reread. Yeah, because I'm trying to figure out whose token she had to begin with. Join us back here next week when we (laughs) review the 22 murders again. Because Hugo gives his token to her and then so they have like an extra token somewhere in this like group i guess so Mm -hmm. and then they want the token back but yeah i couldn't recall where her token went because yeah she has to rummage to get hugo's and if she would have known where her token was she would have just given hugo her token like let's be Mm -hmm. done with it i don't know i don't know let's talk about maddie a little bit (laughs) because first of all i am extremely happy that she got to be the one to kill clayton yeah that was not a oh yeah not what i was expecting but but i didn't yeah i did not want it to be felicity i really wanted maddie to get like can't necessarily call it revenge because it didn't happen to her but yeah in a way it is I mean, I think she fully bought into what was happening, and she's like, you know, I believe this. You've killed me 21 times, but really didn't kill her in the hospital unless she dies there. So it was only approximately 20 times. But he kills the Maddie from the coffee shop. So that's 21. And then the twenty second murder murders. is the, the murder she is commits. The murder she commits. Thank you, Patrick. Yes, just like another book. <laughs> Wait, how does he? How does he kill her in New York? He stabs her because he's pretending Remember, to be she her ex boyfriend. Her... Oh yes, yeah. ex boyfriend stab. Yes, that's right. She, that's right. He uh, he uh, catfishes her. That's right. I'm not gonna lie. That was pretty dang clever of him. But yeah, also Maddie really loved that she had a sixth sense each time. She's like, this seems familiar. This feels like a horror film. We're at this lake. We are all going to die. We are being murdered at this lake house. Yeah. I very much. I appreciated her. I thought it was interesting how in like each time she's like, I should be a realtor to bring us back mm-hmm. to the original Maddie we met. But I'm happy for both 22 Madison and 23 Madison that we met. Which one's 22? Wait. 
Well, 22 would have been the one that committed, that, that, that killed him, right? Yeah, 22. And then you meet 23 later when Hugo's just checking in. Right, right. Yeah, because that's why I had to realize, and I go, since when does she do, wait, she was in a movie. Does she not make the movie? I thought we made the movie in the last chapter, so. Yeah, I liked liked that we met 22 and 23. Are we assuming that it was Hugo on the bus? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I I thought it was a nice touch because throughout the whole book, he really doesn't care about her. And by the end, he's checking in on her. I like it. We had a little bit of an arc. I wanted to know if he was going to check in on Felicity there, just like periodically to see if she ever jumps. I don't think she will. I think she's going to stay where she is. I guess we'll find out in season two. (laughs) (laughs) When they make the show and then they're like, now what? She has to jump because her her boyfriend who makes shoes in that. (laughs) I did appreciate that, like, I liked the cooking one. I liked the cooking boyfriend the best. Shoemaking boyfriend seemed like fun. Cheating boyfriend, not so fun. Um, I don't know if I got behind that breakfast weirdness that he made. I don't. I didn't look it up because I didn't have a spelling of it. But it seems stupid. Like who pre makes their breakfast? Like I'll meal prep, but breakfast is not the meal I prep. Be like, can you imagine if you meal prepped your cereals? No, like, that's not It'd right. Be soggy. Yeah. yeah, breakfast is a time to drink your black tea to wake up. But that yes. wasn't cereal. It was some mush. Yeah. Wasn't so went- it his lunch that she ate? I don't know. Uh, this doesn't matter. She ate something that she, she added liquid yeah, to. I forgot about that. And I was like, don't do it. I was at Starbucks when that part happened. And I yelled, don't do mm-hmm. it. As I ordered my coffee and McMuffin. I mean, a jiggy. It's not a McMuffin at Starbucks, but like the same concept. Breakfast sandwich. <laughs> Impossible breakfast sandwich. Oh, yeah. That word. Don't add water to those. I don't know. I think Madison and I could have been friends. Felicity, probably too. Hugo, not so much. Okay. Clayton, definitely not. If you were to jump, what would you take with you? How many items do I get? Just one? I know. Yeah. How many items do you get? I will allow you three items. Three items. I'm going to take my cat fur because I would like her in all my jumps. Even though she is currently being a butthead in my room and distracting me. I would probably take like a Disney annual pass <laughs> so that there would always be an annual pass program and not this stupid magic key program. Okay. But, but okay. But if you take the annual pass with you, you may not necessarily jump to a world where the annual pass is being used. You're just jumping to a world where it at one point existed. So at least you're going to a world where there is a Disney. Yes, end. that's true. But there's no guarantee Ooh, you think that your annual pass program is happening. Well, you, well, you, but I'm going to bring my coast to coast to ensure there's at least two Disney's. All right, you think about your third one. Let's hear Carlos. Uh, yeah. This is hard because. Mm-hmm. I would 100% be so scared of jumping to a world that is worse. And by mm-hmm. limiting myself to jump three again. items. That's true. Jump again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm kind of with Erica, cat fur. Oh, my God. You and cat people. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to pick a dog. So, like. Get off of it. You think you know what I'm going to pick. <laughs> okay, what else? What else? You got to come up with at least one more, and then we'll go back um, to it. I mean, it's definitely going to relate to, like, the people in my life. Like, But the question is, like, there's, <laughs> I know, there's more? a lot of yeah. people who, in my life. Who do you so bring? Who, I, who do you bring? <laughs> like, I would assume that my family members are still my family members, because that doesn't change. Okay. The only difference is that you're jumping to a world where they may or may not 
still be alive or maybe let's let's not let's let's keep it light let's keep it (laughs) light (laughs) probably something from my relationship so i jumped to a world where we're in a relationship okay and i can't i don't know i don't think i have any specific items like how the group talked about like oh we brought this i don't know food or drink from another universe that doesn't exist oh the perfume yeah perfume okay that's a don't need that um so yeah i don't know what would my third item be my podcasting gear so that i know that i'm friends with you guys what if you end up doing a podcast with someone else <laughs> yeah you could that's just that, that opens up i think i'm gonna bring avengers it's just you and tim <laughs> god <laughs> no. jump again no I think my other items can be Avengers Endgame so that I'm always in a world that that cinematic masterpiece exists in. Okay. Hmm. okay. I very much enjoyed that. And the only way to enjoy that is with all the other MCU movies. It's true. So. Endgame can't exist without all the others. So It cannot. And all the actors have to play it, so I'd be in a world with Chris Evans. So. <laughs> Checkmate. Patrick, what are you bringing? Oh yeah, my Patrick. god, mine's so easy. It's so obvious. Pokemon? I can't believe you guys didn't guess. I wouldn't jump. My life oh. is perfect. That's not... Well, that wasn't given to us. I literally said that I would be game. too scared to jump. Okay. Dropping a mic. <laughs> wasn't the game yeah. Patrick picked play the game Patrick no I, I play the game I played a win, play to win. Pick have you never seen the movie war games figures that you could bring with you have you never seen the movie war games no no at the end they say the only way to win is not mm. to play boom so you you put this on us but then don't play yourself I'm just always one step ahead he would bring his converse so that he knows that he's always wearing comfortable <laughs> shoes. He would bring a Starbucks been there mug so that we know that those exist wherever we go. Wouldn't my life be better off if they didn't? Because then I wouldn't right? have to collect them. No. We need them. We? And then his third item. Hmm. I have already brought Endgame. So that's exciting. I would say maybe something really important like your engagement ring. Yeah, I just wouldn't jump. No. That's all there is to it. I, I have no reason to leave. No. She didn't give us that choice. That's not fun. You guys took a from Oh, no. Take- you you <laughs> could have said, I'm not. Yeah, see, that's why I'm not going to jump. I'm um, the most romantic out of this group. Obviously, I wouldn't even risk it. I'm staying. I'm telling Mike. I said I would bring something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You never said for sure you'd bring me. <laughs> I have. I said I something have. from so our relationship. Has- yeah, but what if Mike is slightly different? You should just bring Mike. That should have been number one right there. I'm actually, maybe that's what I'll bring. It's Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not jumping, though. Well, so You like, can't bring Mike, because then he'll still be here to hang out with me. Yeah, because when we're jumping... Charlie jumps just, away, and Mike and I catch Pokemon all day. Slightly <laughs> different universes. So Mike, I think, would be there in your first few jumps. But he might be different. Wait, are we allowed to he use might, his repair name, shoes. Because we've been using it a lot. What? Mike is a, is a generic name that we made up. Okay. Mike. <laughs> Come on. Mike, drop the mic. Exactly. That's that's I was looking around the room and like, well, what can we call him? What can we call oh, Mike? Yeah, you guys already made me drop his name in a previous podcast. Yeah, so it's fine. I Everyone knows. Remember. Yeah, nope. I'm gonna bring stuff that Disney exists, my cat exists, and endgame exists. None of which well, is if endgame for... exists, doesn't Disney exist? Not necessarily. They might have parks. Because, yeah, the parks. Want okay, the parks. Okay. <sighs> well, this will be a weird podcast when it's just me after you two jump away. <laughs> cool. Stay. But I guess I get to pick the book every week. I mean, if I ever do go missing. Next week, we're just going back to the beginning and starting with Syrup by Max <laughs> Berry. <laughs> <laughs> if I go missing, Patrick, just hand the detectives this book. Right. Be like this will Don't answer worry about everything. It. She's fine. She's I'm sure she's fine. Wherever she is, she's fine. That makes me sound like like suspect number one. 
Yeah, Eric is missing. Do you know anything about it? Don't worry about it. She's fine. I'm sure she's fine. Have you read this book? <laughs> it's really good. It's about a murderer. I'm not saying that I'm going to set you up, that you're going to have to jump, but it sounds like I've pretty much set you up to jump. Never. It's okay. Challenge accepted. <laughs> well, I've got a challenge for you. Uh-oh. Let's rate yes. this book. Ooh, okay. What's our custom ranking system, Patrick? I feel oh, like I know what it is. What do you think it's going to be? Zero to 22 murders? I hope so. <laughs> uh, every week we come up with a custom rating system. And this week we will be reviewing the 22 murders on a scale of 1 to 22 locks of hair. <laughs> oh, do you want to you want to murders did you have your heart set on 22 murders i we did have my heart set on all right we're gonna we're, I, I think it. i think it's right there it's it's low-hanging fruit it's right yeah on the cover I feel of the like book we were obligated scale of, to yeah but i guess hmm, is it a one to 22 or is it a zero to 22 i guess you could rate it you could I mean, rate something why zero. would you you could rate it zero to zero murders zero. okay all right <clears throat> custom rating system because no two books are alike so why would the rating system be alike on a scale of zero to 22 murders, how do you rate this book? Erica, start us I'm off low. Go with <laughs> 20. I'm going with, I, gave, I liked this book. 20. I'm going with okay. 20. Just because I got a little bit hung up on the token and how the, the rules work. But that again, I will blame on audio. And maybe it's clear in the book. Mm, so, so she's dropping 20. another point because it's an audio book. Not narration this time. <laughs> Not narration. Very much enjoyed the narrator of this well, book. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll go next. And along those same lines as Erica. The uh, not following the tech and, and, and the how-to and all that stuff affected my rating as well. I know this is going to shock you because I usually, when, when we were doing five stars, I gave everything five stars. But. I'm giving this 22 murders <laughs> because <laughs> there were some things I did not follow and it was because it was audio and I didn't even care. I was enjoying it so much that I was like, it, was, it, it really doesn't matter because I'll catch that on round two because I know for sure there will be a round two. Mm -hmm. And that's, I mean, that's a good thing. When, when I'm reading something, I'm like, I don't need to go back. I'll just get it next time, which might be next week. It could be the week after, but it's going to be soon. 22 murders. Nice. Perfect score. Nice. You know, as you started that, Patrick, I was going to jump in with, you have said that we live in a zero star, no, sorry, zero murder, 22 murder <laughs> society. Murder <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm with Patrick. Like, you know, while there may be scores, plot holes or things that, you know, I might have questions about, I couldn't put this book down. And I was reading this on a, like weekdays after work and on my lunch break. So, yeah. 22 murders. And you know, I am pretty confident that a lot of our questions will be answered on the second time through because mm -hmm. when you talk about he thought about this book for 10 years, I think yeah. he worked it all out. Yeah. And I it, this this is one of those things there. I didn't feel like the writer was being lazy. I think I was moving fast cuz not only was I doing audiobook, as you know, I listened to it with the speed turned up. <laughs> so, yeah. it was really I mean, it's a fast-paced <laughs> book to begin with, but and then on top of that, I was going at a breakneck speak to get through it. And there were plenty of places where I'm like, I would be willing to bet that the author didn't leave something out, that I just missed it, and that when I come back with my list of questions, that I'll pick it up. So I, I am probably more than anything that we've read before this and uh, Seven and a Half Deaths, I'm really looking forward to reading again. That one yeah. more to just, that one more because it loops to try to keep track of everything. This one to pick up on the how-to and the mechanics of it and, and probably to sit down actually with the book and read it for real so I could go over parts, maybe put some post-it notes in, pin it up on my wall Ooh. with some yarn. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I gave it four stars on Goodreads, but like, Very cool. no major complaints, just a few little things. So I'm going to hold a 20, which I think is higher than both of you expected me it, to go. It so. is. It is. <laughs> I can't just give, I can't give like all star ratings every time. Can't do it. They're not all Only for the books best that books. she picked and read <laughs> instead of listened to. Excuse me. Excuse me. 
I only gave out one five-star rating, and that was Evelyn Hugo. And everyone that's read this book has agreed with me to that rating. So I stand by and that. you picked it, and you read it instead of listening to it. Well, listen, speaking of five-star reviews. Yes. I'm going to need all our listeners right now to go give us a five-star review. And <laughs> while you're at it, like and subscribe. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Follow us on Instagram at The Finer Things Club Podcast. Connect with us on Goodreads at goodreads.com slash The Finer Things Club Podcast. If you wish to send us correspondence, you may do so via electronic mail at The Finer Things Podcast at gmail.com. Join us again next time for a deep dive into another great book. And until then, stay classy.